Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty addicts for beauty addicts. We're your hosts, professional makeup artist Harriet Hadfield. Hello. And me, unprofessional beauty junkie, Lindsay Kelk. Every episode, we're going to talk to you about new products that are on the market, some old favourites, and any news that we think you should know about. We're going to get into new news first, because there's bloody loads of it. Oh, there's a lot. Also got a table covered in makeup. We do have a table covered in makeup, and I feel like we've got something from like every price range, which is yeah, nice. We've, well, done we've well. got a bit of everything for you, so don't fear. If you're on No Buy January, well, probably February on... by the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're on Low Buy January, or if yeah. you're in I Need a Payday Treat, uh, that's not going to break the bank. We've definitely got options for yeah. you. If you're on uh, I Need a Payday Treat that is going to break the bank, I've got options for that and all. Yeah, we've got so you. We've, we've got every angle we covered. Got you. We, we got, got you. you, boo. So we have a lot of new news um, and we're going to talk more about, we've got Black Friday sales coming up. We've got Cyber Monday coming up. So we're kind of going to give you the lowdown on how to approach the madness. Buy it, buy it all, buy everything. Don't, don't buy listen it all. to Harry. Don't buy it don't all. Don't listen to Harry. Don't I listen to be... your mom. Don't listen to your dad. Don't I'm listen to your boyfriend. Be... Don't listen to your bank, bank manager. Buy everything. I think we're like, you know, when you have like the angel and the devil on your shoulder, I'm the angel <laughs> that's like, you don't need that. And Lindsay's like, buy it, buy it, it's buy shiny. it. <laughs> it's so shiny. You know you want it. If you want it, I mean, who's going to spoil you if you don't spoil yourself? See, I'm like, get a tester and take it home first before you purchase the But what the if full you go thing? back and it's sold? out see this is yeah I have this to is stop. literally us on someone's shoulder it's a nice little montage for you there i feel like someone's gonna be walking around sephora going like i can hear them i've got I'm harry so and Lindsay sorry. on my shoulders yeah that would be, I, i've put some weight on so that would weigh you right off <laughs> me too after this weekend god that. i've eaten so much oh, but how happy are you? and i've just eaten pecan pie so yeah living well, all of the dreams all the dreams love milk what do you what do you like on milk this is easy i feel like for me you cannot go wrong with the lip and cheek sticks they are so good and in sephora which i know doesn't help because you're in england (laughs) they do do minis now of all the little sticks cult beauty as well okay that's amazing i've posted those already on the old facebook group work especially is a beautiful like that on my lips and cheeks i'm wearing right now i wear that every day well not right now because i've got my flower beauty on but i'll put it on top um (laughs) that's what i tend to wear every day and i wear lit the highlighter in the mini um i do quite like their quads as well the eye quads i feel like they're really really fun they're again it's almost like that the thing with milk is i feel like they've got two avenues almost there's the glossier side of them where it's yeah. very no makeup makeup and for me the eye quads that they made that were like the moussey texture yeah. fall into that category but then they also have the uh, newer eyeshadows they made like the ones that in the squeezy tubes yeah. that are really really full pigment yeah and very much encourage i would say play and experimentation with the makeup yeah. and are quite creative in their shade choices so i kind of feel like milk is a good one because there is a bit of something for everyone Most, probably since we did our last episode, has to be Gigi Hadid for Maybelline. From one end to the other. <laughs> From one end to the other. I mean, <laughs> that sounds horrible. And I probably meant it to. 
I mean, yeah. What can we say? I feel like, you know, I did watch a few YouTube reviews and I tried to like make my own executive decision. But I mean, let's first start with talking about the liquid strobe yeah. illuminator. Yep. She gets 10 points for the packaging. I feel like everyone's loving this it's whole nude packaging. Fenty. I've well got done. some Fenty stuff with me actually. And it's practically yeah. the same color. It's very KKW beauty, very yeah. Fenty, that very beigey millennial Following a pink. trend. Um, I, I, you know, I like the concept of it too, that she'd done this East Coast, West Coast. So it's yeah. like laid back West Coast, glam East Coast. Yeah. Even though it's a bit cliche and we can be glam or laid back on either coast. Thanks, Gigi. <laughs> um, I, but mm, this, this was mm. like, I mean, uh, this is so you've got li- li- liquid. <laughs> the liquid strobe is nothing. It's nothing. And I don't like to slag off product. I don't like to be negative. It's almost that thing, if you've not got anything nice, don't say anything at all. Don't say anything at all. But I don't want you guys to waste money on this because there are some things that I think are okay. But this, I put it on my hand and at first it comes out really pinky. So you're like, oh, cool. Okay, there's going to be like that nice halo effect. It disappears into nothing. Do you know what I don't like? If you don't, I know you don't like slagging off products, bad or otherwise. Um, (laughs) Do you know what I don't like? being told a product is a strobe product (laughs) and then finding out I'm just wiping cream on my face. Right, moving on. (laughs) Moving on to today's main feature. Also not a song, but it is now. So for our main feature this week, we wanted to talk about something that's been in not just the blogosphere, but the news, I think, Mm. in general. I've seen it on lots of mainstream uh, websites lately. Uh, A topic we've definitely debated amongst ourselves Mm. is dupes. Yeah, and so, we were saying like more specifically, when does the line get drawn between being a dupe and a ripoff of a yes. product? I do feel like that's the theme of the podcast. I won't make you do anything you don't want to. I will do it all. <laughs> Which is very good. That's to on my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually it's recording, so this is. is perfect. Very exciting. Very exciting. Professional you. <laughs> <laughs> Professional. Not makeup artist. No. But kind of. Well, I did training. There you go. But only so I could write about products better when I was back in my magazine days. Well, And yeah. also it's a skill I have transferred to my non-magazine days of now. In case you haven't guessed who it is. Professional. I am obviously the unprofessional beauty junkie, Lindsay Kelk. And with me this week, I have the professional host of the Emma Gunn show. Emma Guns. Emma Guns. I've sort of in a very light-hearted way said you know this pop the emagon show saved my life and when i interviewed iskra lawrence um her dad was in the room and her dad and i got chatting and he said so how did the podcast come about and i said oh well i was really i was feeling a bit down on my luck and i didn't really know what was next for me i didn't know if i could continue working as a writer as a career and he and i said so i made the podcast and this that and the other and he just said so you created your own upward spiral out of it and we then had this really lovely chat and then she was really supportive and yeah. really got what I was trying to do. So you don't, when you're in the mechanics of something like that, you don't realise what you're doing. No. But for somebody else to say to you, oh, so you, you found the thing that you loved and you pursued it and yeah. you're, you're making it work. And that's to nice. to put it in those terms to you, it's sort of, sometimes it can be a surprise. So I was talking to a friend about, um, that, you know, my beauty blogging and writing and how I love makeup. And my boyfriend said something like, oh, she's always got makeup everywhere. It's all over the house. Uh. And I was like, yeah, dude, because it makes me really happy. Yeah. And she just was like, oh, I just honestly don't know how you can position yourself or present yourself as a feminist if all you care about is lipstick. Which I was like, crazy. firstly, we'll address that as just being a very snide, mean, rude comment, which it was. Um, and it was taken as such and she was promptly shut down. Um, <laughs> but it really got my goat because then I thought about all the times I've seen on social media that attack. And yes. friends of mine that are beauty journalists. Um, I know Sally Hughes has had this a bunch of yeah. times. I've seen her talk about it on Twitter where people try and dismiss her as a journalist. 
and as a smart, intelligent person, which she is, yeah. uh, because she is primarily known as being a beauty writer. So yeah. it's like, how dare you have an opinion on anything else? All you know about is lipstick. Like, yeah. Firstly, I know a lot about lipstick. And secondly, I know a lot about other things. Yeah. And then the two things are not mutually exclusive. Completely. Um, and it just really got my goat. And we just want to talk a little bit about that and how it's people such an interesting feel topic. about that. Yeah, because I, I think it's really common. And I think it's even a lot of internalized misogyny on it. Like yes. women, women thinking it about other women. Yeah. Is that you can't be a serious woman who's fighting for the cause of equality of women if you care about how you look. Makeup is so much more than just a thing you put on your face. It's a form of expression. And I think it's one of those things that, you know, in terms of... Uh, consumerism like it's always been one of the biggest selling yeah in in a recession lipstick sales go up lipstick sales go up and clothing sales go down so but it it was also it was it was about feeling powerful and in control and I think it's you know it's not just about looking good for your fellow it's look good for yourself and you feel good I know when when my mother passed away uh and I spent a couple of days vegging on the couch eating chocolate oranges being like nope not interested world and you know and it wasn't she'd been ill and I was anticipating it and I but it was still really hard um and I the first few days were just zombie days but then I just remember the first day I woke up and got in the shower and mm-hmm. was like I'm, I'm I'm getting myself together and yeah. my act of getting myself together was to do my makeup yeah and that was like I'm I'm on it now like yeah. I'm in control again now I look like me I feel mm. like me I'm choosing makeup that makes me happy that and makes me it. feel like a more put together version of me mm. um and to me makeup is expression yeah is personal choice And it's art. Yeah, that's it. I mean, there's so many different takes on what makeup means to each of us. And I think the best thing is, is that we're all, we all have the freedom to choose how we express ourselves. So whether you want to wear a blue lipstick or no lipstick or mascara or whatever, like the best thing is, well, you can take it off at the end of the day. You know, there's that feeling of you can change it every single day if you want to. And And I think there's a massive nod to the psychological effects of wearing makeup like you just said I know for me that there's something that there can be no one else I'm going to see in a whole day but sometimes putting a red lipstick on it does something to me that makes me feel great and I don't feel there's any reason to apologize for that or over explain that other than it makes me feel good I see it as an extension of my self-expression and for me it's even the process of putting it on I enjoy and I know for me being a makeup artist I really get a kick out of the application and it's not even to do with transformation necessarily there's something about the actual process like you were saying it's almost like an element of self-care or like looking after and you know even touching someone I I find that a nice thing there's something about being in contact with another person um and also you know if they do end up feeling great at the end of it that's just an extra bonus I'm like oh I've just unlocked something in them that's made them feel really good about themselves if anyone ever says to you you are not a feminist because you love makeup or you write about makeup or you've chosen to write a beauty blog maybe you have a job and you blog on the side because it is your passion to do and people will make fun of you people will make fun of you oh yeah I mean I've had a lot of me and people who are I've got such smart friends who are in the beauty industry and they're dismissed so no 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 people (laughs) and like I don't ever want anyone that listens to this podcast to feel like they're less than because they love beauty yeah it blows my mind that we're still having this conversation I hate that we're having this conversation I think it's fascinating makeup's not a feminist issue because it's absolutely it's it's a choice anything that is to do with the choice women makes yeah makes it a feminist issue hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I'm dead giddy. I've got, I've got, I've got Caroline Hirons. Yeah, you need to calm down, love. It's really not that exciting. <laughs> I was trying. I was trying to make you feel special. Thanks. Okay. Money next time. I've I've got about fourteen pounds on my person. That'll do. Uh, you can have it if you want it. That'll They've do. Just, I can't use it in America, and they just stole oh, my credit wicked. card. So that was nice. Um, I'm very excited that we've been able to catch up with you. We had a lot of people tweeting us already and saying. When is Caroline coming on? Could Caroline come on? Can we ask oh Caroline God. some questions? People are very excited about you. They're excited about you, Caroline. I'm Tell just... us about you. Tell us about what it's like to be you. I'm going to punch you in the face, I swear <laughs> to God. You cannot ask me stuff like that. This is why it's great that it's audio and not a video, because oh. if you hit me, um, they can't at least see. This year I did a press visit with people from Vogue. I was the only online there. There was me, Vogue, Stylist, The Telegraph and a freelance who writes similarly for those titles. So it's top of the industry and me. So I was thrilled. I was like, woohoo, because it was my age group. The product that was coming out was aimed at my demographic. And I was like, yes, I'll go. It's a hardship. I'll go on this lovely trip for my lovely readers. (laughs) Anyway, we do the whole thing and it was an amazing trip. And then at the end, we're sitting around a table. It was a round table with all of the heads of this company. And I won't name them, all the heads of this company. And it was NPD, it was market, which is new product development, in case people are out, why is she talking in lingo? NPD and uh, literally R&D, research and development, and then, and just uh, marketing, PR, and the labs. Yep. And they showed us the campaign, and my face was thunder. And I looked, and, I, and then they said, does anyone have any questions? Because while we wrap up, I went, and I, there was biggins here, hand Caroline's in the air. Caroline's got a question. And I just said... Um, I don't want to be rude, but actually, I don't actually care at this point because my, I was so furious, but also just a bit... And it all happened in a matter of seconds. I looked at it and I thought, this is a joke. Then it wasn't a joke. Then I got angry. Then I calmed down and thought, well, actually, that's just sad and you're not going to sell to your demographic. This, the girl in the visual yeah. was not older than 20 and was blonde and could have dated my second child, not even my eldest oh, son. Lord. Could have dated my first son, but it's a product aimed at my demographic, which is 35 plus. But, you know, this product in particular could be classed to be a 40 plus. And I said, yeah, I have a question. Why are you using a model that could date someone I gave birth to to pitch a product <laughs> to me if my not demographic okay. is what you're chasing? Because I don't want to look like that. That's not attainable to me. That's not aspirational. That's 25 years ago, mate. More actually and then as soon as I said it the others kind of went well actually I was going to say the model looks a bit young you know and I I do think it was because I'm not conditioned to follow the corporate lead of oh well maybe I don't you know I don't know maybe they're an advertiser maybe we have to keep them happy um but when the visual came out two months later in London it was different oh and I kind of thought well good on them for listening yeah um but, you know, and of course, the UK office said things like, 
well, we've already raised the visual, the visual issue. We know of it's an, an American thing that we're not happy with. And, done it. But, and I don't know how much of that was true, but I just thought, if that picture leaves this room and I haven't said, on behalf of everyone who reads my blog, you're a bunch of assholes. if you think women my age are going to look at that picture and think, oh, I'll have that. It's the same with certain big brands using, uh, you know, not using Kris Jenner, but using Kendall Jenner. Yeah. If you want to sell a product to a 40-plus woman... Take it from the Hirons, and I call myself that in the Sally Hughes way, because that's what she calls me. <laughs> Take it from the, when I, when I have my persona, like, you know, Beyonce has Sasha Fierce. Sasha Fierce. Yeah, I'm the Hirons when I want to rant. Uh, put Kris Jenner on your pictures. Yeah. Not Kendall. No. I want to see the mum. She looks fabulous. Of course she's had work done. She looks amazing. I don't give a shit what she's had done. If she's happy with herself, good for her. Yeah. But I hope I look like that when I'm her age. But that's the point. That is not a t- that that campaign is pitched, picked, yeah. and approved by middle-aged white men. Absolutely. But I think most importantly to talk about now is our main feature, which would be the ten-year ten challenge. challenge. So tell us about this for the people that don't know. So if you're not on Instagram, there has been a hashtag going around hashtag ten-year challenge where people have been posting a picture of themselves ten years ago and then a picture now, and I guess generally having a bit of a lol at perhaps a crazy hairdo or yeah. some very stylish outfits, nice. stylish and inverted commas. But you know, <laughs> we've all got to have those days. It's important got to do em. that. Got so em. me and Lindsay thought we'd take a trip down memory lane, and, we and what would, a trip it was. We would have a reminisce. I mean to clarify we're saying we're trying to work it out earlier I was like wait 10 years back isn't that hard to do I just need to remember how old I am right now <laughs> I literally was like wait Lindsay how old am I <laughs> so I would have been 22 so I would have been just finishing it would have been when I was living in London and yeah. I would have just finished university about a year or two ago so oh, it was it, yeah and in fact no I would finish university and I would have been just starting so I'd been assisting that was it yeah. I'd have been my assisting days I assisting as was master. 28 and not a wee Ben. Uh, That's still wee Ben. It's not. Come on now. You're 22. Shut up. We are talking about gym makeup. Yeah. Makeup at the gym. <laughs> so I, I think it's fair to say we're both perhaps not fitness enthusiasts, but enthusiastic. We about go to fitness. the gym. <laughs> we go to the gym. Yeah. We can say that much that we partake in exercise. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Uh, full coverage listeners. It's a very exciting treat for us today. We have a wonderful human and my friend, Yay. Brian Underwood. Brian, tell us what you do for a living. I am the beauty director of Oh The Ober magazine uh, oh and God. have been here in this role for about a year and a half. That's so exciting. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to, I'll save my Oprah questions. Perfect. <laughs> Later on, like, because I have so many. Can you share any of Gail and Oprah, or Oprah, mm. not fussy, any of their beauty favorites? So here's what I'll say. Honestly, uh, they're not beauty gals. Really? Uh, they, they are not beauty gals. Gail is the first one to bring somebody, an intern for, that's working for at CBS or a personal friend who is beauty obsessed into the beauty closet. And of course, we have a lot of fun and we pick stuff out. And the conversation inevitably always goes toward me and my uh, associate editor, Erin, saying to Gail, Gail, what do you need? <laughs> Tell us what you need. What do you want? Tell us what you want. Is there anything we can get you? And the response is always the same, which is, uh, I don't need anything. No, I don't, I don't need anything. Oh, Gail, it's wasted. Yeah, I know. They're, 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 not, they're not really beauty gals. Uh, you know, they, Oprah has a fantastic uh, makeup artist, Derek, fantastic hairstylist, Nicole, that she has been, you know, part of her team forever. I think in her downtime, she loves just being, she loves just being 
you know, very no no must no fuss. I will say one of her weakness, a couple of her weaknesses usually are Tom Ford lipsticks. Nice. She loves Tom Ford lipsticks. And uh, anything Bath and Body grapefruit scented. Interesting. Which is so funny because I feel actually that grapefruit for me can be kind of like a polarizing scent in Bath and Body. Don't you kind of feel like if done wrong, grapefruit to me, kind of smells like BO. Well, and if done wrong, it's yeah, it smells like an actual attack on your senses. Totally, it's like a bit much. Totally, but done well, it's like beautiful, uplifting, sweet, gorgeous. Right, and and she obviously likes the done well stuff. What assumes Oprah's getting the good <laughs> stuff? Getting the good stuff. So she loves that. Got very special guest, Noella Gabriel from LMS. So lovely to have you here, Noella. Thank you for spending some time with us in LA. How did your in- interest in skincare begin? Where did it come from? Well, I, uh, at a very early age, I opened a, a health shop in a small town in West Cork, which was with my sister, which was called Acorn. So I was always very interested in what made the body tick. And I'm a singer as well. So I was into breathing and breath. I'm a classical singer. So I think that combination always got me to understand that the skin really was far more than just what we saw in the mirror. And that everything, our lifestyle choices daily, mirrored on our skin tomorrow. And that really was that curiosity around that, I think, was one of the key drivers. But then I got an opportunity to look at, um, with this lady, to look at a range, and she had an idea, and I was in Harvey Nichols at the time. And I was, you know, I wasn't young, but I was ambitious, and I just wanted to get my teeth into something that I could live that philosophy. And and, and they gave me a blank sheet to, to do what I wanted with my creativity. So, you know, it's, these opportunities don't come by very, very, well, very often. And hence, that was the birth of Elemis. So 28 years ago, I took a gamble on something that really hadn't launched. Um, And I keep telling young girls today, you know, take a gamble. You know, don't look for the whole pathway to be paved out because actually that's not very interesting. And if you're creative and you you know you have deep down the creative ability, I think, well, you know, this is an amazing opportunity. So here we are 28 years later and Elemis is going from strength to strength. Sally Hughes. Hello. Beauty Banks. Right, yes. So, um, yeah, you've caught me slightly on the hop about this because we did not expect it to explode in the way it did. I went to Cardiff to make this thing for the BBC and I was in and out of homeless shelters for three days and I was absolutely stunned by what I saw. And I was in a homeless shelter one day and I saw three little crates under the desk in this homeless shelter and it had like little travel minis, it had tampons, it had sanitary towels, it had razors. And whenever a client of the homeless shelter needed one of those things, they would have to go and ask. And a very lovely support worker, who frankly had probably brought the stuff in from home themselves, had to hand it to that person. And I just thought, well, how bloody demeaning and embarrassing mm-hmm. and I mean embarrassing for the country not yeah. for the individual oh, yeah I mean it's inhuman that you should have to ask for this basic right I have never like I've been super 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 skint in my life however I've never gone without a tampon when I've needed yeah. one and just that melts my brain and the idea that you know I met loads of people when I was in Cardiff who have job interviews, who have housing interviews, who have social services interviews, and they need a shave, they need a wash, they need a shower. Yeah. And we read this report, there's a huge charity called In Kind who um, do incredible work in this area. And they commissioned a report last year and we read about it in all the broadsheets at the time 
that was saying that, you know, lots of case studies of people who were getting up at five in the morning, going to a homeless shelter, having a shower, then going to do an eight-hour shift, stacking shelves somewhere, then going back to the homeless shelter, washing their clothes, going home to bed and doing the whole thing the next morning. And, do you know, we just both thought, this is some bullshit. It's one of those questions where, like, what did you learn from your mum with regards to, you know, doing your makeup or your skincare? Yeah. And I, I know some mums are very into passing down knowledge. Um, some mums, you know, I think kids now almost give the mums the knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> like, really sort of educate them. when that happens. But was there something that your mum taught you, Lindsay, that you feel like you've... <sighs> it's so weird. So, um... I might I put it on the table because I always make people feel awkward and weird about it. But my mum passed away uh, about two and a half years ago now. So when I talk about my mum, it's always in, the, you know, with the thought that she's not with us anymore and anything. Yeah. And that was a really hard thing when she did pass away to know that everything you've learned from her, you, that's a finite thing. Yeah. And I think you'd never think about your parents in that way until that happens, that their knowledge to you hasn't there is going to be an end to it it's a finite resource yeah and there are so many things that I wish I'd asked her about everything in life but even about skincare and about beauty because yeah. they're some of my really happy memories from growing up is sharing that as a mother and daughter but yeah the second I remember that it was the second drawer in her bedside table it had like a little wicker basket full of mostly used up lipsticks and it was all this nasty frosted fuchsia or really icy pink so the first thing I learned was don't do that um <laughs> But yes, she was quite into her skincare in the 80s. She had a lot of Auraflame. Oh, what's Avon Auraflame. Oh. It was a brand at Avon that were these little like pale pink egg-shaped bottles. See, I should know this because my mum worked for Avon. Oh, there you go. Ask your mum about yeah, Auraflame. I'm gonna. I still remember from a young age, my mum having like a little tiny dressing room and she had all the, do you remember the black and gold Chanel bottles? Ugh. The plastic square ones. My aunt had some of those. Yeah. yeah. And I love, even though I kind of didn't really, under, I kind of knew what they were and they smelled really strong, but I was like, I just like the packaging. I always had that yeah. kind of fascination with things. And if I'm honest, I don't think I really started to even like ask her that kind of stuff till later on in life yeah. because I was a, I was a tomboy till a good sort of age 11 I think yeah. 11 12 and then it kind of went like I have a lot of respect my, for my mom in that she totally let me go through what I like to call my experimental nice. makeup Your mom's phases a dude, Your mom's she's a dude. a dude in that you know I remember when I did find makeup it was so extreme and, and not even in like an Instagram contoured way it was like I'm gonna put silver glitter on my eyes and then a gluey blue gel and I, I just sort of, I think half of it was the fun of putting it on yep. from a really young age. I knew that I loved putting it on, even if it looked terrible, which it clearly did. And I had two pieces of hair gelled in front of my face. Yeah, I just experimented beyond belief. Like you remember Shout Magazine, you'd get a free yes. horrible blusher that yeah. many times I dropped on the carpet or a rug and they would turn the rug over because yeah, I just rough. couldn't get it out the rug. Sorry, mum. High um, pigment though. High pigment. Yes. Great payoff. Yeah. But yeah, my mum was, she was very good. At, once I got old enough, it was kind of like, okay, if you want to go to school looking like that, yeah. go crazy. Yeah. Um, and my grandmother, I will say, was very good at teaching me about my skin. They were, both of my grandmothers were very into their skincare. And then I had yeah. one who was very much old school glamour. She always wore long-come makeup and yeah. all her makeup with skin, and skincare were all long-come. Yeah. Um, and she took very careful, she, you know, she went to the salon every week and got her hair done. Wow. And I genuinely believed she was naturally, had jet black hair right up until <laughs> she was in her 70s. And then like well, my granddad got sick and she couldn't go to the hospital one week. And I was like, dad, Nana's hair's gone grey overnight. And he was, I had to take me to one side and go, Lindsay, think about yourself. Yeah, and I was like, ah, I didn't know. One, two, three. Highlight of the week. 
Uh, so we're going to share a product that we're both very excited about. Then we're going to tell you each about what we've been uh, slapping on our faces. Highlights of the week. Uh, what have you got? What you got? Okay, you got? so mine is a foundation, Lindsay, but it's two foundations, which oh. I might be cheating slightly. A little bit. But there's I've a reason. Like there's so. a reason. So it's from Dior. Um, the first foundation is the Dior Forever 24-hour wear high perfection skin caring foundation do you all please make sure to name your foundations no, I, more words i, I can't I, deal I with it Eighteen thousand words um, in every name shall we shall we shall, shall we? we shall we oh, Mom, we have to explain to Mum what she's got to do oh goodness do you know the song oh yes i do know the song okay, okay. excellent so it's time One, okay two, three. highlight of the week oh, oh, keen, beautiful <laughs> beautiful oh well guests guests go first i think it's only yeah what's polite. your highlight of the week Mum? Oh, can I mention that wonderful primer? You can, but I was going to mention it as well, so you can... Well, it can be both of our highlights of the week. All right, then. Okay. Okay, my highlight of the week is... Do you want to explain it, and then I'll say what it's called? Where did I put it? Did I put it in there? I I think you've got it there. Bloody nicking it again. (laughs) I think Mandy's nicked it. Well, I'm not quite sure how you pronounce that. Is it Mweb? Mweb. I I think it's... P-M-E-B. Pimel? Oh, P-M-E-L. Okay. Well, um, wonderful... Um, primer for mascara, mascara primer? Lash primer, yeah. Lash primer. Fantastic. If you've ever had LVL, yeah. is that right? LVL, which I've had once, which was great until you go swimming and then the middle eyelashes drop. No, that's, no, that's to be, you, that's, you're talking about eyelash extensions. Oh, okay. Well, I thought LVL is where you have the treatment. But it, that drops too. Yeah, but oh, not like in the swimming pool. You're talking about the time you had eyelash oh, okay. extensions and you look like, crazy lady in the pool. Okay, but this this uh, mascara, this lash primer is like having LVL treatment without the 45 minute lying down with the eyes closed nice. with tape across the eyes. No one likes that. No one likes that. So Harriet, you will explain. All right. So this is actually my highlight of the week as well, which I did put on my mum this morning and we both were going, oh my goodness. There was a lot of overexcitement to my dad and Dave were just like, what? Yeah, I'm, so I'm I touching will... my eyelashes too. We're all touching eyelashes. Yeah, I don't we're know gonna. Lindsay always has good lashes anywhere, and I'm always like so envious of Lindsay's eyelashes because she can. You can genuinely wear any mascara and it looks great. I do get difficult eyes. I do get smudges, um, but I've got quite curly. You've got really like yours lashes. always looks like fake lashes to me in the best way. Like you look like you have Brilliant. extensions. So this to give a bit more background, it comes out clear like a clear mascara. The comb is very similar to kind of a comb, not a comb yeah, one. Like actually, it's spoolie. like a regular. Yeah, like a regular spoolie. It's clear. What I will say you have to do is you have to curl your eyelashes first. So to be clear, this isn't kind of a curling mascara. You curl your eyelashes and you know when you first curl them and they're like ridiculous and like touching the back Mm -hmm. of your head. That's when you want to put this on. Okay, you put this on and no joke, it sets these bad boys before you must wait about a minute before you put the mascara on. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yeah, so then you wait a minute, just let it dry. And I mean, a friend of mine who's Korean told me about this. You can buy it on Amazon. So you're going to have to be patient for this. It takes a good month or so to come, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. It's like $14, I think I paid for it. And the shipping was free, um, but it did take a long time to come. Um, it's in a blue, baby blue tube, and it just says Pamel Essence Mascara Base. And like I said, it just sets your lashes. Looks to me like how they did when I had LVL. I think you could even go as far as it will almost look like you had a very natural mascara on. In fact, you know what it reminds me of? You know when you first put Glossier, you know when you put Glossier Lash Slick on and it makes them really pointy? Yes. It almost does that. It kind of lengthens them and separates them but locks them in that curl. And then a minute later when you add your mascara, like you all know I have difficult eyes. 
It just, you are it just, it. it just locks them. And I've even got a theory, which I will confirm on the next episode, that it's even making my mascara more waterproof. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. I'm going all out there. My back's gone funny. I've had just a <laughs> She got numb bomb. I'm older than you would think, and my back is hurting. Um, what's my back? Do you want to lean against here, Lindsay? No, I'm all right. You sure? It's because I'm literally ordering it online. She's got it, it on her phone. She's ordering it. With free shopping, DCP products, PDC, Pamel Essence Mascara Base, seven grams. And it's good. It's it good shit. It's, it really it's is. This is it ships within two to three days. Oh. Um, delivery, January 23rd. Yeah, there you go. So it's the shipping takes a long time, and mine definitely. I'd forgotten I'd ordered it and it came after Christmas and I was like oh this is fun yeah I ordered three now now it's so good and mum wants to order it my sister's already texted me saying what the hell is it oh, I need it buy. oh oh my god you guys make... you're you're literally living what? through this agony <laughs> with me does this count as makeup oh or is this a personal it... care item I think this I is need? I think uh, this, this is, is personal mum shut up Paddington is this makeup or a personal care item what about if I buy you your birthday present then it doesn't count your birthday's not till October I know but <laughs> Christmas present. You know what? I'm going to put it in my cart. That's a good idea. Wish so list. It's there. Yeah. And then what if, if I wait until it. it won't get delivered until February? Yeah, because then it doesn't count if you buy it now, but it doesn't and count until February. I am get an extension tomorrow. Oh. So I don't need it for like a month. <laughs> no. So, it's so I could wait. But I'm going to do it Says all the, the way the two home. biggest enablers ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. All I can say, guys, is my friend who was Korean told me about it. I watched her put it on and I was like, dear Lord, what is that? Promptly brought it thereafter and I'm so impressed with it. It so does look impressed. gorgeous. It's so good. And I only wish I'd had the microphone on when you were explaining it to me in the car <laughs> on the way over. When I thought well, you we... were going to lose your <laughs> mind. <laughs> like, Keep my hands in Lindsay for a month. Mascara. And I was like, <laughs> would you look at my eyes? Would you look at them? Look, please stop touching your eye. Keep your hand on the wheel. Please keep your hand on the wheel. But it was all fine. We made it here in one piece. And yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, yeah. No longer difficult. This might be the most exciting thing that's ever happened to us. Perhaps the most exciting thing ever. Ever. So we are recording live in the Bobby Brown studio in London. Soho. And who are we with, Difficult Eyes? We're with the Facebook group! mad so firstly thank you bobby brown for hosting us yeah this thank amazing. you bobby secondly thank you bobby brown for the cake <laughs> we got full coverage cake the actual full coverage cake and thank you to everybody that's here this has been so much fun so yeah first ever full coverage meetup with a joint highlight of the week with all you guys yeah so what we're exciting. gonna do first time ever we're handing over the highlight of the week to you guys to you guys we're gonna go around the room we're gonna say our names if we if we want to make one up it's fine no no one knows it's a podcast you could be a non yeah make your name up give us your real name and just tell us what your highlight of the week is if you want to say why it's your highlight don't feel free if not just be like it just because it is Lindsay. shut up so where are we starting <laughs> hi i'm ali i'm from london and my highlight of the week is the tartlet toasted palette 12 beautiful shades, reds, golds. I'm wearing my eyes right now. Oh. And I love it. <laughs> I bet you pretended you were like, oh, I don't want it to be me. And then you're like, it's a tante I'm just going to be Hi, I'm Mariamma and I'm also from London. And I'm not going to sell mine like Ali just sold hers. <laughs> because I just don't do selling. But mine is... Um, a Pot Rouge by Bobby Brown. Ooh, lovely. Obviously, we're in the pro oh, studio. Very, very good. Not sponsored. Um, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> and it's in the shade Desert Rose. 
Hi, I'm Cam. Um, I'm from Bristol, but I'm living in London at the moment. My highlight of the week is the film star Bronze and Glow, Suntan and Sunlight by Charlotte Tilbury. Um, it's lush product, but also the packaging's beautiful. So nice. Love it. I'm funny. I'm from Hungary, but I'm living in London. Uh, my highlight of the week is the Miracle Cream from Lacura, which is the Aldi brand in the UK. Uh, and it's about fifth the price of the Elizabeth Arden uh, Etau cream. Uh, and I've, you, might, you might hear it that I've had a horrible cold all week and I tested it on my chap nose uh, and it worked miracles. So give it a go if you're in the UK. It's five ninety nine, I think. Hi, I'm Amy. I'm from Scotland but living in London now. And my highlight of the week, or, or pretty much my life, I've got to say, is this it's the very victoria lipstick from charlotte tilbury i love it i've got thin lips you can totally plump them up with this uh love it uh my name's victoria i'm from scotland living in london and my hero product is the drunk elephant hydro gel moisturizer thing it's fantastic i spend a lot of time on planes and slap that on before the flight and it's just skins like it's never been in the air when you come off it's fantastic Hi, I'm Lavanya. I'm from Yorkshire. Um, my highlight of the week is the Hourglass Ambient 3 edit. It is just the most stunning packaging, but just not the packaging because it's beautiful. It has all the powders I like. For a dry skin girl, they just set so beautifully. And they have a blush. Uh, they have two blushes and a bronzer and a highlight as well and they're so beautiful so gorgeous I'm Leanne I'm from Hackney and my highlight of the week is Laura Mercier Velour Extreme Power just to add to my collection of about 50 million reds it's pinky but I wear it as a red and it's incredible it's kind of matte but also really it moves it's comfortable it's gorgeous I need to check that shade from you afterwards because uh, I'm so, I was honestly, no, because I met with Sally Hughes the other day, which we, actually, if you're listening to this, you know that because you just listened to the, the interview, but she is a massive, massive fan and she loves the, the neon orangey red on fire, yeah, and it's sold out everywhere because she's, she's a cow, she sells things out, uh, but yeah, I was looking at power and I was like, ooh, that's the blue red, I think that's more of a me colour, so we're going to have a chat about that. <laughs> Hello, I'm Heather, I'm from London, and my highlight of the week is the Beauty Pie Moonlighting Balm in Soft Soul. So this is a very strange product, took me a while to figure out what it was. It is a finishing powder, and if you are a slightly decrepit or decrepitizing <laughs> crone, then uh, you, you'll really enjoy what it does, which is to slightly blur you while making you a bit more radiant and mattifying all at once and if you are a you know pale to slightly less pale person uh, <laughs> you you may find the color soft soul gives you just enough sort of uh, color and lift without looking makeupy. so highly recommend that gorgeous i think everyone's on their phones right now going like well that's the one there we go i'm shaz i'm from london as well um my highlight of the week is the ex1 foundation it's a Yay. really great foundation if you've got yellow undertones and asian skin but also it's got this really satisfying packaging where it pumps the foundation from the bottom up so you get nice. every single drop out oh. nice hi i'm Gudrun. i flew in from vienna today Yay. just to be here <laughs> round of applause round of applause for dedication and my highlight is Surprise, a highlighter. Yay! It's the, the Hyper Real, the Hyper Real <laughs> Glow. 
palette by Mac because oh, it gorgeous. gives me sexy robot vibes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Hi, I'm Nicola from Surrey. Um, my highlight of the week is the Guerlain um, liquid eyeliner in Noir Bean. It's an oldie, but a goodie. I used it for the first time in ages today, and it's really good. Oh, my God, that's everyone. We're now going to wrap it up and say thank you so much for listening. We'll yeah, see you thank soon. you very much, guys. Bye. 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 